0: Couple of weeks, but the temperamental guiness are back. I'm here with toes and Kibbs. How are you guys doing?
1: Good, good. Amari, good, good. It's been a, it's been a while. It's been a, a week that started off badly, uh, but it's ended good. <laughs>
0: yeah, listeners, you you might be happy that we didn't record midweek. I think our our views would have been a little bit different. Um. But yeah, so today we're going to go through the Villa game, which was last night. Um, Good performance by the Gunners at home. We'll chat a little bit about uh, that game at home to Palace on Monday night, which was a little bit flat, but I think it's important to talk about what was going on there. We'll do who's it going to be. We'll high five, throw pie, preview the games coming up this week as well. So Action-packed episode. Fellas, I know you've been waiting for this. Two weeks now, you haven't had a chance to do who's it going to be. So I've got one for you. Listeners, you know the drill now. Give the guys three clues um, of an Arsenal player from the past. Um, Normally to do with the most recent fixture. And uh, the guys have to guess it at the end of the show. So your three clues today. Uh, This player scored... Arsenal's first league goal at the Emirates against Aston Villa. Toes, oh, Toes, already knows. Toes already knows. Fair enough. Um, he played with in his time at Arsenal: Giovanni Van Bronckhorst, Theo Walcott, and Emmanuel Adebayor. And he won at his time in his time at Arsenal. One Premier League title, two FA Cups, and a couple of community shields. I can see Toes Toes knows.
1: No, at least no, no, no. knows. No, no, no. I'm not th- this I'm assured it's not Justin Hoyt. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm assured it's not Justin Hoyt. <laughs> no, I don't think
0: I don't think Justin
2: Hoyt was a league winner. I
1: think. Gibbs, how are you feeling on this one?
2: Uh, I usually have them, but I'm actually not sure about this one because, yeah, as I like, my memory is not fantastic. So at least I've got the time to uh, think about it. All
0: right, all right, all right. Well, all right. while 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 you think about
1: that, all, well, all I can all, all I could say, Omari, is that if I knew how to play poker. And if I had a a, a good hand, I, I'm not very good because no, that was too obvious. The <laughs>
0: pretty good. Um, but yeah. Anyway, while while you're thinking about that, guys, let's let's go into this um, game yesterday night. Arsenal three, Villa one. Um, a good performance, I think we have to say. Let me just give you the lineup: Arteta flipping the script. Yesterday and playing what I think was a four-four two. Old fashioned four four two. Tony, did you like
1: it? Uh, I, I liked it. Uh, whether it was uh old fashioned uh four four two or you know, in my head, uh a bit more of a <coughs> the usual four two three one. I liked who who he, he started with. I think Lacazette made a great impression on Monday night and had to start. And Arteta said that. At the end of this game, that you know his mind was made up from Lacazette's performance, and I just think that you know I think some of our best football, uh, which I'm talking about in like uh, a few seasons back, was when Aubameyang and Lacazette were playing close to each other. So if it was a 4-4-2, then my, that might be something for us to think about going forward because you know we need more goals. So yeah, I was happy with the with the starting lineup.
0: Yeah, so let me just run you through that lineup. Then it was Ramsdale in goal, with Tommy Asu at right back, White and Gabriel in the middle. Nuno Tavares starting at left back. Tierney wasn't in the squad; um, had a little injury. Um, Party and Lukonga in in midfield. Saka and Smith Rowe in the wide areas, and then Lacazette behind Aubameyang. And Kibbs, I say it was like a 4-4-2 because it felt to me like Lacazette. Well, in the past, Lacazette struggled when he had to play in the 10. But last night, it really wasn't like that. It felt like he he was a lot more comfortable in his position. And it did look like he was a lot closer to Bamiang throughout the game.
2: No, I agree. Um, I'll actually say, like, like I said, it was like the focal point. Of course, he's a focal point because he he's able to retain the ball. But yeah, Bamiang was quite close to him. And, and what I did notice as well, at, at times, uh, ESR and or Bamyang, uh, maybe not interchangeable, but they were also quite close together. Um, So I found that quite interesting. Uh, I I really think that puts to bed um, maybe our interpretation of ESL and his ability to play in in different positions across the three, especially from the left. Um, It's really effective.
0: Yeah, he looks comfortable pretty much wherever he's put along that um, that line behind the behind the striker. Um, we we started well. We looked like we were um, up this game, and we've been starting quite well actually recently. Toes, I know that's been something that you've always been kind of concerned about,
1: but we started brightly here and, and 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 got the early goal uh, as well. Yeah, I mean, you know, that that's something. I think it's going to sound a bit revisionist from me now, but I think what I'll always say is we are very good at coming out of the traps. The problem is, is if you don't score, the longer it goes on, we then, the team, the opposition start to censor, and as soon as they score, that's it, we're deflated. But, you know, from the City game, how many weeks ago, we started off brightly. The Chelsea game, we started off brightly. So we've got the, rep- and obviously, Palace, we started off brightly. Um, um, this game, Villa, we always can do that. The important thing for Arsenal, though, is that they need to score when they when they're showing that dominance and and when they're pressing from the off and they're you know they're interchanging really well and the passing is really slick. I think it's just the the key is about sustaining that pressure, you know, and keep going even if you know we don't get the goal. That's what my concerns are. Or and of course, if we concede a goal, then you know don't let your heads drop. But yeah, we've been starting well. Uh it was a very, very good start um uh, from the uh, at the at the beginning of this filler game.
0: Yeah, um before Partey got his, his headed goal, he hit the crossbar with uh, with an early chance and then um nods in from a corner, Kibbs. I didn't know he was so good in the air, but last night Partey was winning a lot of a lot of um,
2: those headers at the front post. Yeah. Uh Partey, more generally, you he had enough opportunity, didn't he, uh, with another corner? Mm-hmm. He just nodded over after his first goal. But uh, yeah, back, back to toes, actually. Um, something maybe he picked up what we weren't doing for was our, our threat from set pieces, corners. We um, really? looked much improved in that regard, and especially for uh, that first goal as well. It was, um, yeah, ESR look, looks really good. Um, taking in that like kind of like corner f- from that side, um, and it actually came off Partey's shoulder. But you know, he needed a he needed a bit of luck. Happy to see it go in, and happy to see Martinez kind of like scrambling. If you get what I mean, yeah. Um, yeah it, it, it sells off to a good start because uh, when 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 uh, Partey missed missed that first chance and hit the crossbar, I was thinking, "Was oh, he going to be one of those uh, games?"
1: That Saka had a chance as well, didn't he? Um which might say, yeah, that was after
0: yeah. that was a really nice move as well. Tavares. I think we've we've all said that Tierney's looked a little bit sh the way that Tavares should be starting ahead of him. But it seems like maybe it was necessary, well, it might be a good thing that Tierney can take a little break out of the first team. And um Tavares can come back in and he's got a lot of energy. Um, on that left-hand side. And he was producing a bit of quality yesterday as well.
1: He, yeah. yeah. That, yeah after,
2: you, after you, kids. Yeah, guys, I think we're going to say the same thing. Physically, I think what really stood out for me physically, he, he's ready for the league. Um, he really added a presence to our defence and our um, attacking, especially in that first half where we especially dominated. Um yeah, technically he's he's really good as well. Um he's dribbling. Mm. He's, his ability to get beyond you know ESR um and and, and make the option, as you said, for, for Saka.
0: Yeah. I mean it, was, it felt to me like this was maybe the most complete first half performance that we've we've put out this season. I didn't I didn't watch the the first half against Spurs. Live, so um I can't compare on that front, but I don't know how you guys felt about it. but i I would have been disappointed for us to go in just at one nil. So um, it felt like we got a very lucky break there with that with that VAR call at the end of the half um to give us the chance to go two up. I, I did were you guys feeling like that was not a stonewall penalty or 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 do you think we're a bit lucky there? I know, Toys, you, you've felt that VAR doesn't always fall in our favour.
1: Well, look at VAR with, uh, what's his name, Saka on Monday. I'm sure maybe we might return to that. But, you know, VAR has not necessarily been our friend um, all the time. But, yeah, I mean, look, it's a penalty, right? Uh, and maybe I'm a bit biased. I have no love for Aston Villa. They've been uh, pissing me off, quite frankly, for the last couple of seasons. That Taggart guy, I don't think he's a great defender yet. He's seemingly seen. he's been he's been doing really well against us. Now nah, he, he got Lacazette. Lacazette maybe made a bit more of it than he should, but you know, that's what the striker's got to do if you feel the contact in the box. And thankfully we we got that penalty. Um uh yeah, it's just it's just good that we were able to go in 2-0 up because with with us now, if we don't go if we don't, when we're dominating a game like that, if we don't go two goals clear, then the Palace game is always just around the corner in our heads. And I'm sorry, I keep on referring to that, but it's important that Arsenal, just like uh, when we were playing Spurs again, it's important that we get a clear lead going into halftime, because we're not the greatest when it comes to the second half. So yeah, really important we got that goal. Uh, Aubameyang, Penalty save, very good save by Martinez, but lucky enough, Abameyang was able to to put it in, and uh, yeah, there you go, Martinez yeah. trolling
0: us. Yes, Martinez was back with those with those penalty mind games. Um, big save, big dive.
2: Orba really, um, really in a good run of form, isn't he? Uh, especially at home, he um, he pounced on that. Uh, yeah, I, don't, the I don't think rebound
1: was tough. Yeah, yeah, was tough. yeah, yeah.
2: He could have missed that. Um, I don't think Orbe the um, greatest penalty taker. I, I just have that <laughs> miss against Spurs in my head. But, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm happy for him. He, he's delivering. He's slowly tallying up. It was an important goal, um, as you said. And again, uh, yeah, Martinez. <laughs> he, he made so many saves in, in the game, to be fair, but yeah I was, I was happy to, to see that go in.
1: It, it, it makes it that much more hurtful about us letting him go because he, he's a monster of a goalkeeper, and for us not to have <clears throat> given him that right to start as a number one at the beginning of last season to you know say, "Look, you've got it until you make a mistake, and Leno then you know and for them to push each other. You know, it's the guy. So this guy looks so massive in goal. Honestly, looks well, so massive in goal. But
2: well, with the adulation, fair enough. But I think you know things might might be turning out okay. Uh, yeah,
1: look, Ramsdale's a good keeper. But if you ask me who I'd have preferred out of the two, I still say Martinez, even though he's been controlling up. Ram,
2: Ramsdale's distribution, but I'm sure we'll get into that. Uh, yeah, I yeah. mean, I'm happy to turn to that
0: now because that's something I definitely want to talk about. I mean, his passing from. I mean, it's just the variation, it's the variation of, of you know, <coughs> the, the deeper kicks, um, the short playing out, rolling out, and it just means we, like, teams don't feel as comfortable, I don't think, or well, yesterday yeah, I at least, Villa didn't look as comfortable pressing onto us, that's how I felt anyway, um, because Ramsey was just able to find any pass
2: out that, yeah, that kind of Edison flat type of um, ball across the surface where he just broke the lines. I forgot who it was to. Who it was to. Maybe Lukonga. Yeah, there were that a really, of them. That really stood out for me. That was that was brilliant. He just sets up the tech. Yeah, really nice,
0: really nice distribution. Um, just following on from Tony's point about us being slow in the second half, that was definitely something to be concerned about. Obviously, Villa were going to change it. They came out a lot, a lot stronger in that second half. But the next goal was always going to be crucial, and it fell to Emil Smith Rowe to put the game just beyond Villa. Um, yeah. Really nice move, toes. Abamyang, well, they say can't do link-up play.
1: Well, I've never, I've never subscribed to that thought. Uh, you know he was he was involved with the, in the Tottenham one, uh, you know that uh, that yeah that Smith Rowe set him up for right yeah. So but just look at that first touch over like that. I mean that Smith Rowe just ran onto it really well, took the ball really well. I I wish that he had it didn't get the deflection because I really do. I seeing it a couple of times. I think it was going to go in the corner, but you know. We'll take the deflection. It, 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 it uh, you know, it, it, it bamboozled Martinez, and then it ends up in the near post or whatever. But just Smith Rose uh, control and his stride into the box very confidently, and for him to get on. I will say though, sorry to sound like a killjoy, you watch that again. What's disappointing is that Smith Rose on his own, right? If you look back, there's Bamiang and Lacazette. They kind of stop. And that's just annoying because what happens if there's a rebound, right? Then we just mm-hmm. lose the chance. So our strikers—they've got to be greedy in that sort of situation. It's obvious that you know it can it can get palmed out or whatever. Just run in after it and you know try and then stroke it in. But we scored thankfully. Uh, let me not take anything away from it. Abamyang, good set up play. Just uh, go and join it up, mate. Uh, you might might find yourself getting on something else there.
0: Yeah, it was a lovely touch, and, and Smith Rowe's deceptive pace that he has, ability to just take the ball in any situation.
1: Can, can I just um, say something? Sorry, Amari. Just just mm-hmm. going back to what, when, uh, what you guys were saying early on about you know Smith Rowe being comfortable uh, playing anywhere, you know behind the striker, and I, I think that's right because a lot of people were criticising Arsenal signing up Odegaard and thinking, oh, what's that going to do to Smith Rowe? But you can. That boy is talented enough to play behind the striker, as in, sorry, the number 10, left or right or whatever. So, and he will get games. So I don't think, you know, we should have been concerned about that. I think we need, he needs competition. We need people in that position. So yeah, Smith-Rowe is going to get games.
0: Yeah. And then really from there, it was just about closing out the game. Gibbs, how did you feel the rest of that second half
2: went? I think it was still quite an, quite an open game, wasn't it? Even up to the 75th minute and and beyond. Um, I think, just looking at maybe the, the players we brought on, Did we, bring, we brought on uh, Ainsley.
1: Yeah,
0: Ainsley for Le Conga in the 73rd minute, Odegaard yeah. for Lacazette in the 68th, Lacazette ran himself into the ground, I think. And yeah. then um, Martinelli for the last minutes uh for Bamiyan. Okay, so
2: what what I think we we definitely look comfortable in possession. Um I think Villa were more threatening, but that was uh, very much due to them having such a bad first half and then changing um their system. And and one player that, that stood out really was starting to attack us was that Leon Bailey.
0: Mm.
2: I always had the feeling that they were going to score Villa, you know. Yeah, um, it like was a great finish as well. But. yeah, can I just go to F, FPL or, or PL? So I have a backline of Ramsdale White. <laughs> silly, silly stuff being an Arsenal fan, right? Really silly. Yeah, but you always, I always had the feeling that my clean sheet bonus was going to go. So <laughs> I didn't know when, but yeah, uh, that, that, that. Finish from Jacob Ramsey, you, you can't really do much, can you?
0: I think the, the opportunity to clear was earlier. I think Partey's was Part weak, yeah. and Gabriel maybe could have Dips, smashed Dips, it through Dips. him. Um, yeah, but
2: yeah, it's a great finish, and Ramsdale was fuming, fuming because did you, did you see that save beforehand? Um, yeah. So so toes. You know what I was saying about toes and Amari. Actually, you know what I was saying about Leno. Um, and about keeping you in the game or being present when when you're up or or making saves that you just have no right to. I, I'm not quite sure that Ramsdale done that in the Villa game, but he's done that against Palace and he continues to do it where you'll just make, you'll continue to make saves and command his box. I think it makes such a difference.
1: I, I, I'm, really, I'm really impressed with how he's, I think. Looking at him at Sheffield United, obviously he he got to be a busy keeper, and that's probably maybe a good thing for us because he had to be so busy because he was like you know taking a lot of shots on playing for a team who were at the bottom of the table, and he's carried that uh, vein in like being alert and making good saves. Uh, I'm really impressed with how dominant he is in a way, and being commanding of his defenders and demanding of them, and you know it was good to see that he was not pleased about conceding that goal. Um, my only thing is... Well, what's my only thing? I don't really have a... I there's not an overt criticism of, of Aaron Ramsdale. I think he's been a good surprise to me. So it's just obviously you're looking at someone who could have been a very good keeper for us and you're thinking, why did we have to spend close to X... What is it? How much is Ramsdale's fee going to go up to in total? Is it 40? Uh, 30. 30. Or the whatever, You just think you had someone there. That's maybe where I'm thinking from. But I don't want to take anything from him. He's been very impressive since he got his start um, against Norwich or whatever. So I've got no qualms uh, against him for the time being. Long may uh, it continue.
2: Yeah. I, I To be really fair to Ramsdale, I think he, so far he's definitely been value for money. And I think you really need to look at his character, his persona. Yeah. I yeah. think that may... Maybe that's what maybe we're missing. It's something that we didn't have. But Maybe Martinez doesn't have to, to that sort of extent. He's, he's culturally embedded. He's an Arsenal fan. Um, um,
1: I, th- I think, you know...
2: I, I, it may, I it really makes a difference.
1: It does, but I think Martinez was... I think Martinez, when he came into the team for that run, I think he dominated and he showed that he was... In, you know, he had been at Arsenal for... Ten years before his bloody debut or something silly, so i think I think he was really demanding of his um backline as well but ramsdale yeah he's he's done really well, and you know I'm really impressed with him so far. I just wanted to continue, obviously, so yeah, that's fingers crossed,
0: yeah, something to be said for his age as well he's fair bit younger than um Martinez, so hopefully we'll get more out of him, but I agree Perez. That that cell will, will always feel weird. It'll always feel weird, but it seems like we might be coming out the other side um yeah. in a yeah. in a good place. So um yeah, we can we can leave that there, I think. Um do anyone can have any final thoughts on the game, Gibbs?
2: Yeah, Ben White. Yeah, <clears throat> well actually all all four of the, the back line brilliant. Um but shout out to Ben White with his like his his blocks. Uh He's really formed a good partnership with Gabriel, and uh, <laughs> Gabriel's a dog as well, man. He was—I yeah. remember when he was hunting down. Was he hunting down?
1: Like, yeah, outside? there was. Oh, uh, yeah, it was him and Saka, or, or him and Lakonga on that left-hand side. Yeah, I think Carragher made made yeah, uh, a comment. It was about it. to yeah. break,
0: and then Gabriel was like, "Nope." Yeah, my house. Um, but yeah. I think Ben White as well made one really good header from a, from a free kick. The clearance, I thought they were going to score, I was so sure, and he just nodded it away um, under pressure, heading back towards the goal. So, yeah, all that chat from the first pick game of the season about how you can't win a header has gone quite quiet now. Yeah, far,
2: far cry from that first game of the season. Okay, so we're back again for part two. Um, now that we've uh, gone through the positives, uh, I think it's quite important that we basically have a discussion about really, really want to actually discuss our midfield. Um, and would you say, boys, a, a lack of options to partner Partey or deputise uh, if, if Partey is not, not available?
1: Uh, I think we've alluded to this Palace game a couple of times, right? And that Palace game, it looked as if Partey was on his own in midfield, which was a very risky, well, Partey and Odegaard sometimes dropping in or whatever. But, yeah, I think we've got a lack of options there, and I think that was really telling in that Palace game because we lost complete control uh, from a dominant position because the midfield could not hold on to the ball, couldn't win the ball, and we we came off second best all the time uh, a lot of cliches i've just used there but i can't help but you not use them because that that was really striking and i've never seen our midfield so just not able to control anything and you know it seems you know Partey on his own or he needs a a partner there so i think that's what's really my concern overall about the next couple of games that we've got because we need to sort out, yep, we corrected it slightly against Villa last night uh, with Lukonga coming in and he had a sh- stronger performance yesterday than he did on Monday. But again, he's, a, he's, an, he's an emerging talent. He's not the go-to man. So I'm concerned about that, Kibbs. I'm really concerned about that. So,
2: Omari, um, do, you, do you think uh, against Palace, this is, this, is a, this is essentially a derby and you know Palace are going to be up for it? In this type of game where it's going to be extremely competitive, um, and we know how energised Halis are at the moment in that midfield, with like lots of Galácár, MacArthur, not afraid to put in a challenge. Do you think Odegaard is, is the right sort of person or personnel for that type of game? Um, uh,
0: firstly, you're right, yeah, MacArthur's not afraid to put in a challenge. Uh, not afraid to volley our prized assets uh, in midair, um, but I just felt like for me it was less of a midfield issue and more of a what does this team actually know what it's doing or what it's what it's meant to be doing um, I was really flat after Monday's game just because all that came into my head is like it's it's, it's two years now like why don't we have a way of like playing football? Because we just couldn't keep the ball at all in, you know, hearing stats about us having nine sequences of possession of three passes or more, which is ridiculous. You know, I'm playing Saturday league this afternoon. I hope we'll have more than nine sequences of three passes or more. Um, you know, this is Arsenal at the Emirates on the carpet, just not being able to keep the ball at school. Yeah, Erdegaard was missing for the whole of that game while he was on the pitch and it was just like in the Brighton game as well where he he wasn't really there and I'll even extend it further yesterday when he came on I felt like we lost a bit of that sharpness into the tackle that we had Um, that prevented Villa from building anything um, yesterday uh, early on in the game in particular so I think maybe it's something for him to get acclimatized to in terms of he does press in really good angles but there's also the the need to like be able to put your foot in um make your your presence felt and i don't think he did that all really on monday night
2: yeah for for me what was made clear from that game and what we've seen so far part part a can't be by him i'm talking about Partey being like just at the base of, of that midfield by himself. Um, that cannot happen. Um, but also, we, Partey's a different player to what we thought he was. Yeah.
0: Uh, can, I, can I come in on that? Because I think uh, it was maybe the Villa ge- Real game last year. I think I'd just seen like Fernandinho and, and Fabinho do a madness um, separately, obviously, with that. City and Liverpool games, and then Partey was playing at the base of midfield, and I was like, "He's just not a six. He just can't do it. He actually just can't do it. Like he, he has, he is an eight. Um, and just leaving him on on his own in the basic midfield, like, is too much for him. I think, and that's not that's not like an insult. I think he's still elite at what he what he does do, but I don't know." There's just something missing there when he's he's in the base midfielder zone. And whether, you know, Smithrow and Odegaard were really helping him out enough on Monday night, I, I, I wasn't really convinced. I felt like there was a real disconnect between them all. Um, mm-hmm. Contrast that with when Lacazette came on and also last night where the whole team just seemed joined up. So I don't know whether it's really a midfield issue whether it's just more of a how is this team get to play let's play like that <laughs>
1: um toast I mean I yeah to, you know both of both of you guys were nodding your heads it's 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 madness to try and play him on his own uh, and at, at, as a midfielder at the base like that uh, I do I still do think it's a midfield issue because I think, uh, yeah, there's a style of play thing which we we, we kind of don't definitively know what Arteta's trying to do. But I think that would be clearer if he had an out-and-out defensive midfielder. So now we've all decided that Partey is not. That's fine. Um, But he needs a partner. He needs a partner and he needs one quick. And seemingly, we go back to the person who personally I've been wanting out in the club for, well, since he's probably his first season, actually. It seems if Granit Jack is the only person who can play alongside him. And for me, that's really hard to admit and really hard for me to say, OK, yeah, but... it, Yeah, I, I'm not saying, like, I can't wait for him to come back, but, you know, we need someone of that elk. You know, he doesn't trust... He's not trusting El Neni this season. He wants to give Conga a try, and true, we've invested in Conga. I don't think he's ready. Maitland Niles... I felt when he came on yesterday, there was a time where he was too far forward, uh, and Villa were on the counter attack, and he couldn't he he couldn't get back enough. So I don't think his head is in the position he is to defend. So we've got issues in that central midfield area. Really, we really have issues. Um, we we need to sort that out, and we can't sort it out until until next summer. Really, can't yeah. see us that money in January.
0: I agree with you. So isn't it then a question of, you know, here are the parts that I have. How can I make this work?
1: De- definitely, definitely. He's, he's got, we've just got to do the basic thing, right? Parte is better where he can feel more inverted commas, box to box or more advanced, right? He needs someone who will just stay behind and do the dirty work. That's it. Let your best players play give them the opportunity to go out and win the game or whatever. If one of our best players is being entrusted with being the last, the protection for the back four when he's not really that person, then we're in trouble. Do
2: you, you know, I, I, I see Lukonga as a bit of a party as well, but I think Lukonga really is a viable option, but he, he, he will need time. And I, even I'll say the same for Ainsley, if he's going to come into the team and play in that midfield, um, he's going to also need a run of games, and that's just something that we're not really going to have this season it, w- because Arteta doesn't have that much leeway, especially in the Premier League. Um, these tough players will always be the players coming coming on, unless there's there's injury uh, issues. So, I, 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 I'm going to.
1: No, no, Go Gibbs. Go Gibbs. Sorry.
2: No, so, so I really like the look of that team. Um, against Villa, um, I know we're not going to do that like every week, but do you think we have to be flexible in terms of our formation? Um, do, do you think we can afford to be? The way
1: I'm,
0: the way I'm seeing it is like partnerships, right? So things that really like work well together, like we've all said it on this point before, that Lacazette and Abame being close to each other. Seems to work. Last night, get someone on the pitch close to each other, and it works. Especially given now Alba looks so much more lean and dynamic. Um, you know Smith Rowe, with someone bombing on beyond him, you know, yesterday Tavares had all the had all the energy to be able to get around um and support and that gave you know gave us another option on that left-hand side. And then, as well, Lokonga and and, and Partey in midfield with lots of energy. So, you know, those are the things that work. So, you know, even if people aren't available or aren't performing to the right level, now it feels like we do have options to, like, switch things out, you know? And I I just think Arteta needs to be maybe more aware of where the strengths in his his squad kind of live. Like, you know, it felt like on Monday night he was playing like FIFA. Like, here's the good players, let's just put them all in there and then see see what happens. But, yeah, I don't know if it will ever work like that. You just got to know what your, what your team's strengths are and play to them.
2: Arteta uh, hasn't quite been able to shake that off. I think um, that's the criticism we've had of Arteta since um, he's been at the club, really, his substitutions and his like his ability to turn to turn to a plan B or, or change the game. Um, mm-hmm. Toes, you were going to say something before.
1: I, I think I was just going to, you know, just going. I, I think I was just going back on this whole, you know, trying to find a partner for um, for Parte in midfield. I don't see why we can't not. Put Elneny there. Yes, he's a bit of a crab in terms of his passing, U-shaped pass or whatever. But at least you know, out of, all the defense, out of all the midfielders, central midfielders we have, you know that he knows that his job is just to sit. Mohamed Elneny knows that his job is just to sit and to try and tackle. You, don't, you can't see Lokonga being a tackler. I don't think any of us can, really, as such. I don't think but, I, I mean, can see Al's being a tackler. So why not just put that guy in? I mean, he's going to need a run of games, just like you said with Maitland Niles and, and Laconga. And I know that those guys are more, well, especially in Laconga's case, we've invested in the future wise. But it's just, for me, it's just so basic. Put a defensive midfielder there next to the guy who's, you know, so that Partey's not having to do that work. That's I, what's a bit obvious for me. I think it's just the, the
0: quality on the ball. Uh, that'll be a real problem. I think he will be there'll be a game here or there where it looks like it could work, but then we'll just get frustrated with being his inability to kind of retain the ball well. Um, well,
1: he, 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 but his job is just to get his job is just to be a water carrier, just give it, get it, and give it. He does. We don't need him to do anything special. Get it and give it. And you know, it's it's a shame that the only. Well not a shame I mean the best game that we saw El neni play was with party against man U away last season that was uh, absolute awesome and we thought actually that we, we were onto something in terms of that partnership then um I know he's not I know he's not had very much he's not been fit this season for uh, a long you know very much but I just I just think we should try that definitely um, especially for some particular games where we, we need to have a bit more strength in midfield. You know, when we're coming against big teams like that, I, I think you need a definitive defensive midfielder. And that is the only guy in the squad, I think, who fits that bill. That's not to say that Lukonga and Maintenance Niles can't get game time. I just think for certain games, just need to, yeah, have him available on the pitch.
2: Okay, so basically, we're just waiting for Jacket to come back. But
1: <laughs> to. Uh... Unfortunately, yeah. Unfortunately.
2: An, an overview of the points. I, I guess what we're just trying to say is that we, we until until the, until he comes back, uh, Arteta has to be flexible. Um, and you know, I, I wouldn't mind. In some games, I think El neni certainly could be Super. In other games, it, you know, it could be Lokonga or Angel Nazi Just he needs to know when the opponents are are kind of susceptible to, to these sort of different players. Um and I think is a, a matter of trust. And at the moment two of those two of those three just doesn't have any trust in them. Mm. <laughs> so uh yeah it'd be interesting to see because yeah, as you as you'll probably point out we've got an interesting run of fixtures. Yeah coming up.
0: I'm still I'm still hoping for that three three, four, one, two or something like that. One day we'll play it uh-huh. it'll work beautifully. Swift <clears throat> throwing behind Lacazette and Aubameyang. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, waiting for that day. Uh, yeah, just to kind of finish off on this part too. Uh, were you boys happy with us, even though it's a disappointing uh, game? Still took some consolation from us um, getting that kind of uh, last minute equaliser. Uh, four four points from two games. Yeah, so yeah, not, I mean not as bad. Yeah, it's not that bad. Do you know, do you know six points would have maybe put us close to the top four or within the top four, but this is Arsenal. It, it it's
1: not it's not that bad. We 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 retain this uh well we haven't lost for a while, which is good. Seven games I think, or whatnot. It's always a, a, a last minute goal that's gonna get you a result. Is always and should always be celebrated. So it's just annoying that we haven't beaten Crystal Palace at home for four years. I, I'm in never in my wildest dreams can I believe would I believe that. So it's just annoying that again since we started so well against Palace. But like I said to you guys uh, maybe before we started recording, if you told if you asked me which one uh, we could only win one of these two matches out of Palace and Villa, I'd have said Villa because that team in my eyes. They've been really, really annoying me, Aston Villa. The way that they, especially at Villa away last season, because uh, I remember they did a dirty on Saka. That uh, Conta uh, I think he did a couple of dirty challenges on Saka last season, and somehow they've been getting the better of us. So I was really happy that we 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 dashed them really yesterday. We really did.
2: Yeah, boys. Anything else to add?
0: Uh, I really hated that Palace performance personally. Um, not, that, not that I didn't want to say that they wouldn't be scored I just actually couldn't be excited I just sat myself <laughs> and like, got right out of jail there but like you can't you actually can't perform like that in games at home in this league these teams are you know, yo teams aren't dropping points like if we're looking yeah. at trying to get into Europe properly like yeah if you're playing well at home for 20 minutes and that's where you can muster up you need to Gosh, yeah, if we if,
1: if, if we played any other competent team in the league with a good strike it, it, even if, if Wilford Zaha if was, on was playing, pick, yeah, both of us are saying it, we, we were done. in trouble. So yeah, yeah. Like, like yeah, just total agreement with Amari. It was a, it was a very very bad performance. But the good thing is the manager recognised it, uh, obviously he had to, and the players recognised it, and they've come out and uh, rectified it against Villa. So yeah, yeah, let's try and move on. Let's try and be positive rather.
2: Yeah, yeah. All right. So we're gonna, um, yeah. After this short break, we're gonna move on to part three, and we'll finally hear back from Amari about uh, who's this gonna be. Uh, I think I think I've got there, but let's see. And um, yeah, I think we're gonna hear a bit more about our upcoming fixtures. Um, and high five and throw a pie. So yeah, see, see you then, listeners.
1: Hello listeners, this is Toes from the Temperamental Gooners Podcast. Thanks for listening and uh, supporting us in season one. We want to hear a lot more from you this season, so please follow us on Twitter at TPGuna. You can also find us on Instagram at temperamental and of course you can send us emails with your questions at tpguna at yahoo.com. Thanks for listening. back for part three of the temperamental Gunners podcast and uh, we're going to kick it off straight away with omari revealing who's it going to be
0: who's it going to be boys all right listeners you know the drill i'll give you the clues again um so this player scored arsenal's first goal first league goal at the emirates against aston villa he Played with, in his time at Arsenal, Giovanni Van Bronkhorst, Theo Walcott and Emmanuel Adebayor, And he won one Premier League title, two FA Cups and a couple of community shields. And his name is...
1: Gilberto Silva. The person, the defensive midfielder that we are missing.
0: (laughs) Gilberto Silva.
1: Do you know what's mad? I
0: actually forget how long he then stayed at Arsenal after the Invincibles.
1: Yeah, he just. I I think that was of all players. I think Flamini was the one who ushered him out, which looks mad now, Um, because it was with that season when Flamini and Fabregas were like the main. Yeah, the Flamini,
0: Fabregas, and Hleb.
1: Yeah, partnership. But you know how we could do with that sort of midfielder now. That's what we're crying out for. If we if we're not going to get another Patrick Vieira, a screener, a shielder, that guy. Who just knows what he's doing? Get the ball, give it, and whatever. And he can pop up with some goals. He, on his what? Community Shield, I think he his debut. He won it against yeah, Liverpool, scored, right? Uh, yeah. uh, was that Man United? I thought that might have been Man United. I I'm, I thought it, I think I have a vision of Liverpool in their black and grey kit at the Millennium Stadium, him scoring against them. I think. I uh, think. Yeah
2: to all your longevity uh, walk up to teenage and then right he assisted yeah that game, yeah. assisted the goal yeah 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 jesus yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. wowzer I, t- I can't believe that how long it's been
1: yeah that's the that's i think that's the kind of player we're we're, we're looking for um yeah but long time ago now long time ago um let's let's turn our attention boys to the upcoming fixtures uh so we're gonna take a look at uh the carabo cup game uh leads at home uh guys it's a you know we haven't got um very many games in order to give youth a chance or whatever but we've got such a we've got such a squad that we've got players senior players who haven't played for a while so what what should our kibbs on this one should he like the likes of uh balogun and martinelli they to come in or lacazette should start uh yeah. you know what what charlie patino the guy from the youth team or we bring in el Nenny, we bring in the conga what, what should what bring, kind of lineup should he be looking bring in? bring in
2: these fringe players i think especially i think martinelli as well who's just getting five minutes here and there he, he needs he needs games um, and just see how far you can take it with these sort of fringe players just coming in and out um, of the team uh, for 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 the, for the Carabao. Um, yeah, the lights are around then, as you said, Holden. Good to see him get back yep. there. Maybe Cedric. Um, I've, Pepe. I've, or Pepe. I still think I still think Pepe. Despite oh, what we Pepe. said about Pepe, Pepe got the two. Well, he's heavily involved in the two goals. Um. Yeah, against play it all Pal- yesterday. Yeah, against Palace. So, uh, uh, yeah, it just has to be for these players who are not getting games, who we who we may call upon in that nasty like little Christmas periods. Uh, games coming in. Um,
0: in yeah. as well, Ketia probably needs some minutes, but hopefully, <laughs> given that now Lacazette's like kind of in the first team picture, gives Balogun or. Ketty has some more chance to get some minutes in, in this fixture
1: Does, in this does he if it's a decision about uh, so would you maybe get three of like uh, Balogun, Martinelli and Pepe, would that make some sense? Or even
2: if, uh, you said uh, Arteta come playing like FIFA <laughs> I'm just putting Ketty up there with Balogun and Martinelli man, just make it work somehow I've Balogun got out on the left couldn't he? Yeah, so you can make it work. I've seen Eddie, Floney, you know, what you said, I've never, I, I wasn't so, um, I haven't been so big on Eddie, but Omari, from what you said and, and a friend of the show, uh, Sean, Eddie's kind of improved his game where you've even seen him on the right.
0: Yeah, he's looking very lively from what yeah. the, the, the season. I mean, he hasn't really played many minutes in there um, once the season started, but definitely in pre-season and stuff, he
1: looks looked sharp, man. He looked very sharp. He got that goal in the last round, didn't he? In Katia Didn't remember. he get a goal in the last round? Yeah, I think it was a, uh, a back heel. Really? Yeah, it was. Against- oh, yes. 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 Yeah, All yeah, yeah. Yes,
2: he did, he did, yeah. he did. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> Very nice. Oh,
1: goal. Um, so, central defensive partnership, right? We, we need, like, you know, Kibbs, I think you made a good point. Uh, the fact about the... Because the, historically... Arsenal, when we were really, really good, we used to flood these kind of games with our youth. But now we've got such, th- we're going to rely on those experienced players during the run-in over Christmas. So I think maybe it's important for us to to bed them in. Uh, Central defensive partnership, we're thinking Holding and uh, who else? Have we got Holding and Chambers, or Holding and Marty, or or what?
2: I, I think Chambers, Percy. Uh, I think Chambers got a fill in there. I really wouldn't mind seeing Holding and, and Chambers. Say Ma's done out
0: here, man. I don't know, man. Holding in chambers as a, a defensive pair still just throws it's him odds. straight back to that for that yeah. Liverpool game. we were <laughs> like, absolutely fucking torn apart. Oh my god.
1: Uh, are you uh, talking about Liverpool game like uh Mane at the Emirates or or Yeah, yeah, last... yeah
0: when he oh, just he just like yeah. blew past our whole team. That was horrible. Um but yeah, no, nah, I mean, obviously they've come on a fair amount since then, but I don't know, holding Mario Chambers, all of them, as long as I've not seen Kalasinach, I don't
1: really mind Tavares. He made the bench last night, so that uh, that looks ominous for me. He may be involved on Tuesday. But, don't know how he's still involved yeah. in and around the squad.
2: That that, that That's fine, though, in Tavares is...
1: You know, it hmm. depend, yeah, it depends how long, uh, what what the long term of, uh, what's his name, um, seeing his injury is, because in a way, I might want Tavares to play that game just so that he can, he's young, what, he's 20, get some more minutes against experienced, uh, well, an, an established premiership team, so that that builds him up for for Leicester if he indeed is going to play against uh, Leicester on Saturday the dreaded 12.30 kickoff, which we will come to in a moment once we have done our score predictions for this. So, guys, Carabao Cup, um, Tuesday, hopefully not a cold night, cold and wet night at the Emirates. What are you going for? Um, what are you going for, Kibs? What are you going for?
2: I think we can enjoy a
1: uh, tough game, but, yeah, it's a 3-0. OK, so you're going... <coughs> Okay, 3-0 versus Leeds. Okay, what are you going for, Kibbs? I'm uh, sorry, kibs. what are you going for, Amari? Amari,
0: what are you going for, Amari? Sorry. Uh, I, it's difficult to call Calabar Cup games, isn't it? But I think Leeds have got more things to worry about than, than, the, than a League Cup game. Uh, So I'm going to go
1: for an Arsenal 3-1 win. 3-1. Murray. and as usual toes will be the voice of realism i will go for a 2-1 win uh to us 2-1 <laughs> 2-1 uh, now let's look at uh next saturday twelve thirty 30 kickoff the dreaded 12 30 kickoff for me it's really important that if we're going to get back to where we need to be uh and getting the European positions. We need to reel in Leicester. So we're playing them away from home. They've had a good win against Man United. And they've also had a good win um, in midweek against Spartak Moscow. Uh, Patson Dixon Dakar, Patson Dakar, rather. He's looking good. Um, so, yeah, boys, what are your thoughts about that game? Kibbs, let's come to you first.
2: Yeah, yeah it's a very dangerous game. Very, very, they game going to a lot of chance at the moment. Um, I'm afraid that's going to be a Vardy party, for sure. Yeah, I reckon he would be on the score sheet, no doubt about it.
1: Surely uh, these guys say to themselves, look, can we just not let Jamie Vardy score? Because I'm tired of this guy. I, 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 I it's still inevitable, still, man. I still do not regret, I still will always take a bad man over him, but this guy scores too many goals against this man. <laughs> Sorry.
0: Super yeah, he seems to be back on form this season as well. Like, uh, I mean, he always starts well, but um, yeah, he seems to be. He was, he was, you know, Leicester caused Man United some serious issues last week, but they're away at Brentford this week. Then they've got their League Cup game as well midweek, so you know, they're playing in Europe as well. They played in Europe this week, so hopefully, you know, who knows? We might be able to catch on cold.
1: Yeah. Yeah, hopefully. We we won there last season. That wow. was actually one of the more... Um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? That was one of the actual more pleasant things about last season, winning away for, uh, uh, from home there. Um, After we went 1-0 uh, down as well, right? Team especially team we went 1-0 down. Yeah, Telemann scored. And we went 2-1 we up. And then we eventually got, went, uh, got the third. I think it was Pepe scoring. Uh, that was actually one of the games that Willian... Uh, his name shall not be mentioned... Actually had a relatively good game. I think he made a couple of assists that game, one from a free kick and then one to give it to Pepe. But yeah, it it would be important for us to 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 reel them in. They haven't been strong defensively. So Inchu's looked a bit suspect. Um, so has Vestergaard. I think I think they they're not quite sure about who's best to partner Evans or you know their three. So we should try and take advantage of that. Um, what what kind of lineup do you think we should be going for, Omari? Um,
0: it's always difficult. I mean, last night worked, so you feel like, you know, you should go again with that. Um, I think if Lacazette can do the work that he did yesterday, I think he did a really good job on douglas Luis. um, which helped stop Villa from being able to build. And if he can do a similar kind of job at Leicester, you know, stopping like Ndidi and, and Tiedemans so from just like running. Running the game back there, then you know we, we're in for a good chance. Um, I think Leicester's poor start was probably down to Johnny Evans not starting, mm. um, not being available. Uh, last week he comes back in, they a lot, a lot more, a lot more solid. Um, and Madison actually played well last week for the first time in a very, very long time. So um,
1: yeah, he had yeah, some good easy. touches in the Europe. He had to, some good touches in the Europa League game as well. I have to say yeah so i mean they're a dangerous team but
0: again they are our competition this is probably like you know we always think about the cities and liverpool games as being big games but this is actually probably like our actual biggest this game like games against spurs these are our big games because they're these are our um competitors so going away from home i just think it's important for us not to lose if i'm honest yeah
1: yeah kids.
2: Yeah, not not to go too much into it tactically, but yeah, maybe if they're playing,
0: yeah, the puppies don't want you to have your voice right now. It's crazy.
2: Yeah, sorry guys, just try and pull through this. So I'll, <laughs> I'll keep it as brief as possible. But if Leicester kind of playing a two, maybe <laughs> in Iniesta up top as well. I think that makes it more difficult for us. Um, I'm not sure. Maybe maybe this is a game for El Nene. It maybe really, really could be a game for El Neni because it felt like against uh against United, they were like overrun. They were completely overrun towards the end. So I'm not too sure how secure we are on midfield. So I think that's really the battle there. Um and I think El Nenny could potentially do do a good job.
1: Yeah, I think I think with this game, like you say, right? Um and it's been said these are the kind of games that we really need to win. Uh, these are the, these are our <clears throat> realistic competitors for the top European or European football them West Ham, tottenham. So going away from home and trying to make sure we don't lose, we come with a positive result and hopefully a win because you know we I think on our day if our attack click, then we can score goals. Uh, but we need to be able to score them in the second half as well if it's, if we can. But it's it's just about having that defensive uh, assuredness uh, during the course of the game. So, let's see what let's see what Arsenal do. Um, let's round it off with uh, with the scores uh, predictions for this one, boys. So, Amari, I'll come to you first. What, what, what are you reckoning for Leicester away?
0: I think it's going to be a draw.
1: I'm go for a draw. I'm going to go for a two-two draw. Two-two. All right, and Kibbs. What are you going for?
2: Yeah, uh, I'm
1: going to have to copy Omari. I'm thinking 2 2. Lots of goals. 2 2. All right. And once again, Toes will be the voice of realism. Toes will go for a 1 0 Arsenal win. I'll be positive. Oh, wow. Positive. I can't believe it. We're positive for once. I'll be positive for once. I'll go for a one and last no win. Uh yeah, let, let's let's just hope the boys can continue this winning feeling and uh we get uh, we 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 nick one. We nick one. Um uh listeners, we have uh, on Spotify, if you're listening to us on Spotify, we have um polls that are up about score predictions. So, you know, uh join in. Who do you think out of us guys will get the the right call on the score predictions? Um High five and throw a pie. So, a uh, couple of candidates for... Shall we do it based on the week rather than just yesterday? I think it's more fair to do it based on the week. So, uh, Amari, let's go with you. Over the week, who's been your high five and who are you throwing a pie at?
0: Um, I, this might be... The, the high five's going to be obvious, I think. I'll give the pie to uh, Erdegaard. I think he's been... Uh, he was very poor against Palace, uh, followed up a poor performance against Brighton, and we real poor performance against Palace, and it was dropped. So, not a great week for him. Um, and the high five has to go to Lacazette, I think. I think he changed the game against Palace. He also performed just really well yesterday, I think. A lot of energy. I like what I'm seeing from him and Babbling at the moment. But yeah, so Lacazette gets
2: my half five.
1: Okay, uh, so Lacazette gets the high five, and Odegaard gets the pie. Kibbs, uh, <coughs> what about you?
2: Just uh yeah, I, I guess. Sorry, sorry, Partey. Even though he got the goal, I felt maybe slightly different, and and, and give him the pie. Um, yeah, basically for that for that Palace game. Uh, sorry, this might this they is my, they they want to yeah. get involved.
1: They want to get, it just, my, my puppy freddie like, basically Freddy. saying
2: you shouldn't give him party the pies yeah he he's said giving
0: party pie, pie. yeah
2: <laughs> but for um for my high five i think it's got to be orba so he's rich vein of form at home can like continued i guess and yeah he also got assist in the um in the villa game so yeah let it continue because he's going to be important important for us if you can continue on with this kind of form.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think <clears throat> it's a tough one for a high five, right, for me, because you've you've got those three can you've got those two candidates, Lacazette, Abamiang, and a smith row. But I think just in terms of overall presence over the past two games, I think it has to just go to Lacazette because of the impact he's made. Uh, because of him drumming up the crowd. Because of him and his energy. So I'm going to go with him for my high five. Pie, I'm going to give to... I'm going to give that to Ben White, actually. Benjamin White. Ben White. Whichever one. I'm going to give it to him. Just because the the defending for uh, Odison Edwards' goal... is just like he should have engaged a lot higher. He allowed him. He drifted. He drifted in. It's tough. It's tough. But he drifted in. Didn't even get him to have the shot on his weaker left foot and, you know, that goal. So, yeah, I'm going to give him my, I'm going to give him my pie. Yeah, oh, that, was, that, that, that was harsh. Ball. But I think, yeah,
0: that, that's harsh. But fair that
1: enough. Hey, 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 I'm a, I've seen some terrible Arsenal defending. Mustafi in the Carling Cup uh, final against Man City. Uh, is is really one when the one bounces over and
0: exactly,
1: yeah. So, no, Ben White. I'm sorry, he needs to, Ben White needs to engage, right? Because you retreat a bit, you retreat a bit so that the the angle, the you know, he's not got, you've got to force him one way, but then you engage. He just did not engage when he should have, and you know, yeah, sorry. If party scored a goal, right? Party scored a goal, and and Kibbs was harsh, giving him a pie. So Ben White can get a pie as far as I'm concerned. So. Yeah. Do you know? What? I
2: just fo- didn't want to do no conga
1: like that. I, I, I will say something, Benjamin White. Watch some football. Yeah. Watch some yeah. football. Oh, I don't like watching football. Watch some football, then you know how to defend properly.
0: Yeah. That stressed me so, out. I'm not gonna lie. I can't. I can't be hearing someone say that they don't watch.
1: Tell me about it. Go watch Franco Baresi, mate, and then learn how
0: to you hear, you hear Smith Rowe yesterday as well, talking about he, he studies the game, he watches the game. Like, I'm just like, that's. I feel like that's how you should be as a footballer. But obviously, if, if Benjamin White can keep performing well, then then fair enough. But yeah,
2: yes, that's a bit suspect to me. I, 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 I do agree in that, but watching football never helped me and I guess never helped us, right? So,
1: hey. yeah. Hey hey, 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 hey. hey. Hey, Speak for yourself. Can it help me
2: later on today?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speak for yourself. Speak for you. one of. I, I tell you what, right before you guys go, it's a long time since I've scored a goal in any sort of eight-a-side football aware. But something takes me back. Do you remember when Arsenal uh, played <coughs> PSG in the uh, Champions League, and Cavani had a mm-hmm. one-on-one and he 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 duffed it up. Basically, he missed. I had the exact same opportunity in, a, in a, one of my eight side games. And I thought to myself, do not do a Cavani. You've got everything right here. Don't do a Cavani. And I stroked it into the bottom corner. So there you go. Watch some football, and then you learn how to finish. Alright, on that high note, on Toes scoring a goal, <laughs> we got to go. So that's a that's a buy from us, guys. Hopefully you'll hear from us. Uh, yeah, when hopefully we hear from We're going to come back after the Leicester game? I think that's best. Yeah, Leicester back game. After, that's okay. okay. Alright, well, that's, uh, that's a buy from Toes.
2: Yeah, goodbye for me too. Yeah, good one, boys. Uh, catch you next time.
1: Peace out. Peace.